Hey there, and welcome to Something New Every Week with your host, me, Jason Group. Each week, I'm going to give you something new every week, or snooze for short, from our friends in the community. I think you'll find these conversations super informational as well as fun to listen to. Snooze are about what's new in my guest photography world and how they're implementing it in their business, from pitching new clients to learning about products that are selling. Each guest will share what's hot in their business right now. Something new every week is sponsored by Miller's Lab. Miller's Professional Imaging is the largest professional lab in the United States. They provide professional prints and press products for professional photographers in all 50 states and Canada. Plus, as you know, Miller's is just awesome. They're a great lab. They're great people. You got to go check them out. If you're not familiar with them, go check them out. Miller'sLab.com. Miller'sLab.com. We also have a special sponsor this week, Twin Cities PPA. If you are passionate about perfecting your craft as a photographer, growing your business, and learning from the best in the industry, my friends at the Twin Cities Professional Photographers Association have an amazing educational lineup for 2021. Even better, they're offering an early bird discount on memberships for 2021, $179 for an entire year of learning. That's less than 20 bucks a class. If you're serious about propelling yourself forward, take advantage of this limited time pricing. And as a bonus, join by December 7th, which is just around the corner, and you'll receive a guest pass for their final workshop of 2020 with renowned baby photographer Karen Marie of Belly Beautiful. That's an extra $50 value on top of this. There may be other holiday surprises, I'm sure, coming. Join now at tcppa.org. That's tcppa.org. They're a great chapter, and I support all the chapters in the United States. If you're not familiar with them, you should go check them out. Uh, You don't need to be in the Twin Cities area. All of this education will be online this year, so as an additional benefit, you you can check this out from all over the world. Uh, If you are in the Twin Cities area and you're not part of TCPPA, you should be. All right, so go check them out, and let's move on to the show. All right, I am here again this week. With my good friend Jamie Schneider, who is on the road, literally on the road. You can hear the background noise. Jamie, say hello. Hey, what's up, everybody? Jamie is a photographer, portrait and wedding photographer based in Texas. And now I can't remember. Houston, right? Yep. Houston. (laughs) I start every one of these episodes. It's got to be annoying to the listeners. I'm like, the, the one thing that I should ask before I should start is where you live. So based in the Houston area... Jamie's been uh, mainly a wedding photographer. Oh, no, I take that back. Wedding and portrait photographer for at least 10 years, right? Yeah, 11 years now. 11 years now. Yeah. His studio is called Dark Rue, right? Yep. And by the way, that sweatshirt you're wearing is dope. I want one of those, (laughs) which you guys can't see. He's got this great sweatshirt. uh, Yeah, I'm wearing the shirt of the band I went to see. (laughs) (laughs) And... um, he uh, also is sporting his proud Texas hat, which I think is. Uh, a- yeah, I got I got this at the gas station. <laughs> the gas station hat. <laughs> which, by the way, the last time I was in Texas, so I have a brother and sister-in-law that live in Austin, and nice. Um, we uh, vacationed last year in Port Aransas, which was a lot of fun, but on the way. One of the big important things that we needed to stop was we had to stop at Bucky's. Yeah, that's where I got this hat. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and so for those of you who don't are not familiar with the Bucky's phenomenon, I, I think they're only in the in the Texas area, but 
It is the biggest gas station you've ever seen in your entire life. It's, it's like a mini mall. It's a mini mall. It's a gas station. But like you walk inside and it is just filled with Bucky's memorabilia and, and <laughs> merchandise. And they've got like a 22 station smoothie machines and coffee machines. It, the place is crazy. Like I can't, I can't do it justice. Like, oh, it's just a rest stop. No, this is not a right. rest stop. And, and they have the most pristine bathrooms. Oh, right. I, and the bathrooms are as I clean. Guarantee, yeah. yeah, they're like cleaner than your house. Yes. So I, uh, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. I know a little bit of Texas uh, knowledge. And, um, and, and, and I always make the joke about Texans in that they're the only people on in the United States, I think, that are more proud to be where they're from than New Yorkers are. Yeah, well, see, what's funny is I'm not even from Texas. We just moved here a few years ago. Uh-huh. So we're from we're from New Orleans. So we're super proud of New Orleans, too. So, well, let's just start there. What made you move from New Orleans to, to Houston? Um, so we left New Orleans for, like, a multitude of reasons. Uh, personal reasons and business reasons. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'll start with the business reasons. We left uh, New Orleans because... We wanted to grow our business bigger than what the New Orleans market offered. It's a smaller city. We wanted to go to a larger city to where we could um, flourish our studio and and our brand and and things like that. Uh, On a personal note, we just know that New Orleans, as beautiful as it is, is, as much as we love it, it's a rough city. Um, You know, Louisiana is a poor state, and we just wanted to move our family to an area that had better schools. Give our daughters more of, um, of, a, of a opportunity to see a, a much bigger world than the small, smaller area of New Orleans. Well, and and you know, it's not like you move that far. I mean, Houston to New Orleans is not generally that far. Which, you know, I don't really. It seems like very different worlds, but yet still only a few hours away, right? Yeah, it's about uh, it's about five and a half hour drive. We're we're gonna be back there this weekend. We got a wedding next weekend. Right, uh, that will be there for. So we're back and forth all the time. A five-hour drive in the Midwest is like you know going to the supermarket. I've discovered. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so Jay, the reason I wanted to record Jamie, and I apologize for those of you listening, is if he's obviously talking to me on a mobile phone, and um, I really wanted to talk to him. Um, we we spoke at the beginning of the pandemic, and I really and I wanted to talk to him about how you know he really incorporates his his lifestyle and business into into kind of the same thing. So Jamie and his wife, who run the business together, uh, decided that they were going to buy an RV and, and kind of spend this year with his with his uh, kids, uh, you know, kind of experiencing life a little bit more and getting out and, and given, uh, you know, traveling via airplanes is, you know, not the smartest thing to do unless you absolutely have to. And... You know, there's something to the RV lifestyle. So just, you know, Jamie, let's start there and, and talk to me a little bit about that decision and, and how you're on your way back from a trip right now, which is why I wanted to talk to you today. Yeah, so we actually just got back uh, from Fredericksburg, Texas. Uh, we were supposed to go to Gatlinburg, uh, Tennessee, but Heather got an ear infection. So we ended up and we had the RV needed to get some, some stuff done, worked on it. Um, so we ended up postponing it for a week we were like well, we're still going out so but what we decided was you know 
the girls, our daughters are homeschooling um, right. this year. They're doing the, not homeschooling, but the virtual. Right, all virtual. School. Yeah, so uh, we said, well, what better time to go pack up and see the world or see the country, you know, uh, with our daughters than, than right now. You know, they, we will never get this opportunity again to to do this we so at the beginning of the pandemic we ended up closing our studio uh we had a brick and mortar studio that was actually only open we only you know we moved to texas to open the studio we're only open for two years before the pandemic hit and we decided to shut it down because the overhead right i mean uh it costs us almost six thousand dollars a month to keep open um and we we said, well, we, we, we can't really take that risk right now with the kids and, and everything. So, uh, and, and it's been great because we can we found another studio we can rent uh, when we need it. So we can still do what we need to do just without all the overhead. Um, but because we have that freedom right now, so we right. hit the road and, and, you know, become the Griswolds. The Griswolds. Right. So. You know, and, and I think I definitely want to also mention when you say brick and mortar, you you had had um, retail space in in a in a shopping mall, if I if I remember correctly. Right. So we're not just talking right. about like, you know, most photographers who have you know maybe retail space in in a strip mall or or a small place. You you were like in a big expensive mall where you were doing family pictures. It was a big big right. expense, and you had built um, quite a robust business there. Yeah, we spent. We spent sixty, sixty-five thousand dollars wow. years ago just to build, just to build out the space, just right. to build it all out because it was an empty shell. So that kind of was, went, you know, ended up not. <laughs> well, and, that and I'll admit that your attitude to, towards it has been uh, refreshing, considering you know the losses that you've taken. But you know, it's business, and you know, uh, right. you you definitely made some good money while you were doing it, and you made mm-hmm. the smart decision, which. I was very impressed by recognizing in, in, in the early spring that if you are going to try, that there's no way that you could think about just riding it out in the space that you're at and, and the expense that and you... And that's, that's, yeah. that's exactly the question Heather and I asked ourselves. We said, you know, how long, how long do we do this? How long do we fight the fight you know, right. before we... So that's why we just decided to keep doing what we were doing and, right. and close it up and make our own path again. Right. So by doing that, you know, they, they're able to, you know, make make some decisions and, you know, you know, now you're 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 headed out on the road. So I, I applaud you for for making that decision. And I also applaud you for. You know, at the beginning of this thing, when we had to make the decision with our, our kids are similar in age. Yours are a little bit younger than, I, than mine are. But, um, uh, you know, we had the decision to go all virtual or, you know, uh, when we did go in person, which they are now, to do that. And I said to Liz, why don't we buy an RV and, <laughs> and, go, and, and go do some traveling? And um, she did not like that idea. So that's why we didn't do it. But... Yeah. Um, and, and you're probably a lot more handy than I am. Like I, I don't, probably wouldn't even know how to trailer hitch a car or do any of that stuff. So it's no, probably well, for the it was, best. It's been, a, it's, it's been a learning experience. Um, our first time using the dump was a disaster. 
Um, <laughs> it, I mean, it, it went everywhere. It just it wasn't good. But we're we're now we have it to a bit of a science. Uh-huh. Um, the kids are having a great time. Um, it can get a little stressful when you know we're living out of a thirty-one foot box. Yeah, you know, for like a week at a time. But it's I still wouldn't change it for the world. You know, this is something that was a dream of mine to do as a kid. You know, my, my parents, I grew up very poor and my parents didn't have the, the money to, to do anything like this. Right. Um, you know, so, so having the ability to, to give my kids what, you know, we always dreamed of for ourselves is, is really the big realization. We, for us, it was a big one about, um, giving them memories. So we, we also made the decision, uh, last fall, um, a little over a year ago, uh, one of my best friends passed away from, from leukemia and, uh, lymphoma, I'm sorry. And, and before he died, he was telling me about when I get better, I'm going to go here. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna go here. I can't believe I wasted my life. I'm, I can't wait till I'm better. I'm going to go see all this stuff. And, and he, he didn't get better. He, he didn't make it to, to go see all of these things that he, he wanted, he wanted to. to do. So, so that really changed and it really struck a, cur- a chord with Heather and I and we said, well, we're not going to let that happen to us. And we made the decision for Christmas time, uh, to no longer give our kids crap. Um, you know, Santa Claus brings some presents, but, um, you know, we asked, we asked the kids, we said, you know, what, what did you get last year for Christmas? And they couldn't even remember. They couldn't even remember what, what presents they got last year. Yeah. So, so, we said, okay, from now on, but they could remember all of the vacations we went on. They, they could remember word for word stuff from like four or five years ago. Um, so last year for Christmas, we went to Washington, D.C. as like that was the Christmas present. We're going to go to D.C. for a vacation and we're going to go hang out. Um, and that was the start of this journey for us of, of making travel with our kids and making memories really um number one in our family and our personal life of, of what we're doing for the kids and what we, we want them to look back and just have all these memories of, oh, I can remember traveling here, there, and everywhere. And we, we really just want to show the kids how big the world is, what it's like to see other people living in places. We, hopefully we show them how to leave this world in a little bit of better place than we found it. Um, and that's really just kind of been, been the purpose of all this. Yeah, and, and you know, I, and what an amazing experience your kids to take advantage of a year where you're not super duper busy with your own businesses. Right. So much of our world now, and I know it just, I know it seems kind of redundant to say, but like we can do so much more on our laptops now than we ever could. Like we can do everything. Yes. Like, we don't need studio space. We don't need to be attached to hard drives. And even if we do, they're so small now. The storage is so capable small. of doing so much more. You're able to do all the marketing yep. that you need to do to try and get you know the business that you need. And you do shoot mostly weddings as well. And you know all of that stuff is kind of on hold right now. So making that decision, you know, right. I know, uh, you know, and, and and also like I've been enjoying. You started a little YouTube chat, not a little. You started a YouTube channel. And you've been you've been making. No, it's it's little. Nobody watches. It. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, keep at it, man, because you know YouTube is. I've I've been watching. You know, you're getting views on a regular basis, and that's that's how it goes. There's lots of. There's going to be another family out there 
thousands of families out there that want to do exactly what you're doing and will want to learn from you. And, and YouTube is now that place where we do these things, right? So I think it's really yeah, neat. Right. And, and, you're, and you're an incredibly talented photographer and video and filmmaker. And um, so I've been enjoying watching, you know, what you're doing with that and those memories that you're making your kids are going to love. Listen, we still, in our house during this time of year, I'll usually pull out like an old iPhone and the kids and I will like go through like the old pictures, which is sad that those images yeah, are on there. Yeah. It's the easiest thing to get to. Yeah. But like they love going through like the old videos of themselves and the places that we're at. And the fact that you're able to take your family online this year, that is so cool. The experiences that your your girls are going to get and they're still they're not missing anything. They're still going to school. They're still interacting with their friends. And that's a really cool thing. Like I kind of wonder now, like, you know, how many of I wonder how many families are going to consider like, well, maybe this should be life, you know? I think I think we're going to see a big change uh, culturally in a lot of these things. I, I think I think a lot of businesses, major businesses, are going to see a change in in like you said, like studio uh, retail and and businesses using like they, they're just going to realize that people can work from home and be just as productive, if not more productive. I think I think we'll see a society where people are a little more casual. Shorts are just going to be accepted more in the workplace because people are just it's just it's going to change life. And I think I think this I think this this pandemic is also helping people realize that family and their loved ones and their close friends are more important than ever. And they're going to try to do these. They're going to I think people are still looking for those experiences and and they're going to hold on to that yeah so i uh i'm a family right now and so today actually our school is giving us the choice of going all virtual or you know one way or the other so you it's kind of like you know you have to opt in or opt out so let's say i'm i'm that dad right now i'm talking to my wife and i'm saying to her hey liz i think we should buy that rv that i've been eyeing up on facebook what's your advice Step one. Oh, do it. So, <laughs> do it. Oh, so, let me tell you something. RVs are you used an RV to get there. It's a. It's definitely a seller's market. We. I can tell you, we overpaid a little bit for ours. Just it was in good condition. Yeah. The we 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 went and looked at fourteen RVs over the course of eleven days, uh-huh. and it was stressful. We drove all the way to Dallas, like four hour drive to Dallas, north of Dallas uh-huh. to go look at this RV. The guy said, Oh, everything's perfect. And said, how's the roof? Everything's perfect. Perfect. We get there. I climb up on the roof. I've been there for 30 seconds and the roof is rotten. I'm like, dude, you know, like what's going on? He's like, Oh, I must've missed that. I'm like, you missed it. <laughs> you know? So when we found one that had everything we needed and if it, it wasn't broken, the roof was great. And there was no, damage no water damage or anything like that you know he 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 definitely we paid over asking a little bit but it's it's like that everywhere right now yeah you know if, if it's something you want it, it's let me tell you we're i bought an rv park these things are packed right now people are traveling it's like a it's it's i think it's like the most packed well See, we've only been doing this for a little bit, but from what we've heard from other people at, at these RV parks is that right now it's it's like the most packed it's ever been because nobody can go to Europe. They can't take their cruises. They can't go anywhere. So if you got an RV, there everyone's hitting the road and just old school 
road tripping it across the country. So and it's it, the yeah. best. It's the best thing ever. We, it's the best. We just got back from Arkansas, which was beautiful, and we stayed at a state park with no cell, uh, cell service. So we've been using our um, our iPhones to tether the internet for our kids to go to school, and we didn't have any cell service. So we had to move parks because during the day when they have school, Heather had to drive them to the local Walmart so we could sit in the parking lot just so we could get cell service. So if anybody else is considering doing that, if you're going to go out in the boonies, get a cell signal um, booster. Amplifier. I think they're like four or 500 bucks. Yeah, yeah. but they're, it's worth it if you're out there. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, that, that obviously makes sense. And, you know, again, getting back to the fact that, you know, we have so much open space in our country and so many places to hook up to an RV places to go to and, you know, just so many incredible places to see. And I'm, I'm, you guys can't see, but as I'm talking, Jamie's actually driving and, you know, having this conversation, I could see his kids are working behind him and, and, you know, I don't know if you can see back there. They're, yep. They're and they look very comfortable. You're in a, yeah, so you're in a 31 nope. foot. Winnebago? Yep. Yep. C-class. C-class. I don't know what that means. But so give me an idea like uh, um, if I were to look for like a 10 or 15 year old Winnebago, what am I looking at for, for money? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, like like price wise? Yeah. Probably around probably around 20,000-ish, okay. something like that. So 20 grand will get you that. into something old that, you know, hopefully doesn't need too much work and it'll get you around the country a little bit. 20... About twenty-five grand. Yep, 25, 20, yeah, twenty-five grand. Absolutely. Okay. You want so you want to things you want to look for are the tires. So uh, people don't use their RVs very much, and even though the tires have a lot of tread on them, if they've been sat up and not being used, the tires can be dry rot that you can't see on the inside right. from just sitting there. Um, so a good set of tires. If they got new tires, that's good. You want to look for, uh, make sure there's no engine or electrical problems. Make sure there's no water damage, no leaks in the roof, things uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Okay. So 20 grand, you're on the road and you're just, I think you're just finishing up maybe your first or second trip right now as we're talking. Uh, you had mentioned earlier the, the episode of, uh, you know, emptying the, uh, the facilities the first time that was, you've dialed that yep. in now. What other what other uh, fun stories can you share from being? Oh, actually, oh, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. I was just to say. So we we've, we've actually traveled quite a bit in it. We we've gone to New Orleans in it. We've been in Arkansas. We've been uh, like four or five different spots in Texas. Because even though we're still in Texas, Texas is huge. Um, we took it to Alabama. We went to the beach. We went to Florida in it. Um, so yeah, we've been we've been a good amount of places. We're ready. We're hoping. Heather wants so the big thing is Heather wants to redo the inside. The inside looks like a like a motel from the nineties. <laughs> uh, so she's she's ready. As soon as it gets cold, I think we have one or two more trips we're gonna do before she just completely guts it and makes it, you know, nice for her uh, to what she wants it to be. Um, but yeah, what were you asking about? Other stories? What were you saying? Yeah, no, like I'm curious, like you pull up to these R V parks and I, I'm always curious like what that's like. So it's really kind of cool. Um, there's two different types. You have, well, there's three types of RV of parks. You have state parks where you can park and it's just natural and just beauty and it's quieter. And, and that's our favorite. Then you, have the, then you have your RV parks that are kind of like a destination RV park that 
people go to because the RV park itself is fun and nice. They've got water slides or whatever they got. Um, and then you've got these RV parks that are a little smaller where I would say the majority of the people there are full-time RV parks. Like people live there full-time. They yeah. pay like 500 bucks a month and they just live in their RV. Those usually aren't as nice, um, but they're cheaper right. than, than the nicer ones. Um, but yeah, we like, I'm trying to think what, maybe what else has happened while we go on the road besides the poop exploding on everybody. <laughs> which is, which is. I don't know. So yeah, we've had things breaking like, uh, right now we have no taillights. Um, so we had to get the cruise control fixed. The cruise control went out on this thing. Yeah. So when they fixed the cruise control, now I have no taillights. So we're actually dropping the RV back off this afternoon when we get home to be like. And the AC, we had to get fuses for the AC. Oh, yeah, the AC kept popping. Okay. The little bitty fuse in the, um, in the thermostat kept popping, so we had to stop. I don't care if, if the GPS says it's going to take four hours to get somewhere and you're in an RV it's going to take six hours because <laughs> you're going to have to stop like five times yeah. to, to do your thing, you know, to do your dumps and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, it is a money pit. Like, I mean, it is a be prepared just because you bought one, you're going to have to, yeah, especially used one. Like, right. you know, there's going to be things about it that, that you don't, cause it's, I mean, it's when you buy, it's when you're buying a vehicle, right? You're like, Oh, does it run? Does it, how are the tires? How's the transmission? How are right. things like that? But then with an RV, it's like buying a house. Right. How's the house? Right. How? Right. So there's like it's a house that moves. So like, you know, like how is the AC? How are the how is the electricity? How, how is the TVs? How are the how's the bed? How's the all you know the shower? How's the water pressure? You know all all of that stuff. Right. Yeah. But again, all of those things that happen on the road create memories, right? All of those things. Oh, without a doubt. Some of them fun, some of them not. Well, I would ninety nine percent of it's fun. Yeah, ninety nine. So, so we also learned that. So, the first time we took it out, we don't have a car, so we're like, let's we'll just Uber where we need to go. Right. And we quickly racked up like, well, it's like a two hundred fifty dollar Uber bill over the course of like two days. Oh wow! And I was like, so this is so. What we do is we rent a car. Like wherever we go, we'll just rent a car for riding around in town when we need it because. You know, you can rent a car for 45 bucks a day, right. something like that. So it ends up just being a much cheaper um, option. Than Ubering around. Than Ubering, right. Because right. everyone asks us, why didn't we get a trailer that we just pull behind our vehicle? Right. I just didn't, I just didn't think that was as fun. It's not part of the experience of, you know, lounging and the kids can play Xbox while we drive. And, uh-huh. you know, if they're just... So that's why we decided to get something like that. Yeah, that was. I was going to ask you what 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 made you decide to, to just do pickup truck and, and a pull trailer versus yeah, versus it, that. Just, it was it was just like an experience type of thing. It's just, Did you need to get a different driver's license for the C class? No, it's nope. a regular driver's nope, license. Because, yeah, so C class is the front of it's uh, like a van, right? Like a Ford, it's a Ford E four fifty. So it's it's got the smaller front. And then the RVs in the back of it. Okay, gotcha. And, and it's and the best go- thing ever. It's really the best thing ever. I couldn't be happier <laughs> that we have this stupid thing. Like we, could, like we love, 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 love everything about it. Yeah. 
All right. So, and then I've seen you've lost a couple of drones on this past trip. Oh my God. Yes. So we did lose a drone. We lost a couple. Um, so one time we were back home in Louisiana and I was flying it over the bayou and it just decided to just take off and crash in the back. water. Yep. And then while we were in Arkansas, I was holding the drone and it, it went off in my hands. It, the blades, I like cut my hand all up. I don't know if you can see, I still have like yeah, little scars all over my hand. And then, and then like about an hour later after it, it decided to take off again, but luckily it took off towards me <laughs> and like crashed in a tree. So me and this other guy are throwing rocks in a tree trying to get my oh drone my out. Yeah. And so you're headed home now and uh, yep. you're going to take a little break and get your Winnebago fixed. Yeah, and then we go. We 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 hop back into Winnebago on Sunday. Next Sunday, we're heading back out. We're going to Louisiana to shoot a wedding, and then we're going to go somewhere from there and do another trip. Oh, that's neat. So you're gonna you're. And I know that you go back and forth quite a bit between New Orleans and Houston because obviously you must have still have business there. Oh, when yeah, you left and um man what a neat way you're able to take your whole family with you as opposed to going separately and do you feel like you're 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 a little safer as far as you know traveling that way covid wise versus not or yeah it, it's i like it because we don't need to get in a hotel room i'm not sleeping in somebody else's bed i'm not right it definitely keeps us a little more quarantined we get to go see all of this great nature like yesterday we just hiked something called enchanted dome it's like this quarter mile high uh, uh mountain in texas but the whole thing's made of pink marble and pink granite you know uh, so we hiked up there but there's very not a lot of people up there so we're just really getting to see all of this while still staying socially uh distant you know um because th those first few months sitting in the, at home like really takes a toll on you emotionally and, and, and mentally just not being able to get out and see people and do things so this was definitely a, a breath of fresh air to literally a breath of fresh air to get out of the house and go see what the world has to offer while while we're in this weird time. Yeah, no, I remember seeing pictures of your daughter like outside playing by herself and it was heartbreaking yeah, to see yeah. that. And, you know, it, you know, we, we struggled with those same things there. So uh, how are they doing with their homeschooling and, and, you know, going back and forth? Has it been They're a good. big adjustment? They're or? good. It has. So my oldest likes it. You know, she's 12 years old, so she doesn't have to get ready for school. She sits in bed and does yeah. her school and... She's happy. She gets to Skype with her friends or FaceTime and all that. My little one, it's a little harder on her. You know, she's eight years old, and this is yeah. a real important time for her to really get that 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 playtime, that social interaction with other kids. And she hasn't been getting it, so it's a little harder for her. Um, but Heather and I, I, you know, I feel like we've stepped up to the plate and we make time yeah. to play with her and, and do things with her. You know, like we, we just spent yesterday, the last couple of days, teaching her how to play jacks, like old school, you know, jacks. And, right. Um, she's loving it. And so she she's getting she gets it a little bit. You know, there's a couple of kids in the neighborhood she plays with uh, time to time. But I know, you know, it's getting weird again. So I don't know if we're all going to get locked back down. Right. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, you know, so but we'll we'll see. You know? So you're home for Thanksgiving now. You'll be home for the Thanksgiving yep. weekend. 
and just yep. you and your family. Yep, yep. We're not traveling for Thanksgiving. We're going to stay home. Uh, Heather's parents may come over because they, they moved to Texas near us to okay. be closer with the grandkids. So I think they may come over and we cook a turkey, you know, the right. usual. Right. Uh, but that's that's it. That It'll just be her parents and, and us. So um, I hope everybody else out there is staying safe this Thanksgiving, this holiday season. Cause, so Heather's mom is an ICU nurse. So oh. she's on the front lines. Uh, right now, and she's she's telling us, you know, there's some good news that we're hearing from her. Every hospital's different. Everything's different. She said that cases are through the roof, but somehow uh, hospitalizations, at least in our area, are down okay. for the time being. So um, that's that's good. Right, right. Um, but stay safe, everybody. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure when we'll release this podcast. It'll be after Thanksgiving, but. Um, well, uh, uh, yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting after Thanksgiving and, and, and see what happens. And you're right. You know, cases are spiking yeah. everywhere, especially in the Midwest. That's where I'm seeing things are really bad. So right. let's yeah. keeping it on the positive note. So yeah, yeah. you're 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 next Sunday, you travel again. You're going to be doing a little bit of work. What's uh, what's the uh, what do you have on the, the docket for like uh, big trips? And what are you thinking? Like, what's the next big we, uh, Schneider family we, vacation? We don't know. And that's what's so exciting. Like, we're just like, Heather will just say, hey, let's go to Colorado. And we're like, right. okay, cool. Let's fill it up with gas and go. We've got nothing here. I, I actually think our, ne- our next one is probably going to be Colorado, right? You thinking we're going to go to Colorado? Something. So we're from the South. Right. So we're not very used to uh, snowy environments <laughs> and things like that. So driving driving the RV in the snow <laughs> may be a bad, I don't recommend like a bad that. idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're going to kind of wait and see, but we, we want to do uh, a Colorado. Uh, we may, we may, we're probably thinking like super West Texas next to New Mexico. There okay. is in, in West Texas, there's big bins national park, which is this huge uh, mountains and beautiful area. And there are, just near there is the second largest canyon in on the continent. It's it's like um I think they call it like a mini Grand Canyon. It's almost as big as the Grand Canyon, apparently, or something like that. So we might right. go see that in Texas. Texas, I tell you what, we're very lucky. Texas has a ton of outdoor activity, way more than I would have ever thought when yeah. we lived in 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 uh, Louisiana. Yeah. You know, I more than I re- more than I realized. Yeah, no, we really enjoyed our vacation at Port Aransas quite a bit. That was a, you know, I'm a Jersey boy, so like the difference, the difference in the beaches are 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 totally different. And the week that we went, it was hotter than I can ever imagine anything being hot. But it, we 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 enjoyed it, and I love the fact that you could drive your your golf cart onto the beach, and everyone drives mm-hmm. their cars onto the beach. Like that was the a unique experience for me. So anyway, we're going to wrap it up here. Um, thank you for sharing your, your family experiences with us. And I, I look you. forward to it. We'll, uh, in the show notes, we'll I put, actually, I actually just, I just pulled up. I just pulled up to a Bucky's. Nice. nice. Right, hold on. I'm going to take my phone. Let's see if you can see. I want to see. And again, this. if you're in Texas, you've got to go to a Bucky's. <laughs> Let's see. Yep. All right, here we go. <laughs> let's, let's see. I don't know if you can... 
I cannot explain to you. It's like a mile long of gas station. Looks like I'm like all. Yeah, you've got the fuzzy filter on. I don't know. It's yeah. making me look blurry for some reason. I just realized that. Yeah, you have the background blurred. That's all the right. The stop is really wide open on my iPhone. Yeah. So. so anyway, but I'm at this Bucky's. You can't yep. tell, but it's massive. Yeah. All right, dude. So thank you for being on this week. And thank you sharing your experiences. What? Oh, okay. All right. Thank you for being on this week's episode of Something New Every Week. There, there we go. My, oh. head, my headphones just turned oh. off. And they, right. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I'm okay, just wrapping cool. up here. We're saying goodbye. <laughs> oh, all right. Awesome. <laughs> saying that, goodbye. That worked. Yes. That, that, that works perfect. Yes. So, all right. Bye. Thank you for this. <laughs> bye. Thanks a lot. Thanks for tuning into something new every week. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Something New Every Week. We hope you learned something new this week and want to once again thank our sponsor, Miller's Lab. Make sure to check out the show notes for links to all the cool stuff we've talked about. And a quick reminder, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by hitting that subscribe now button. See you next week on Something New Every Week.